0: Hey guys, welcome back to Delving into the Cold. This is Dee. Um, As promised, this week is about a haunting in um, close to the area that I live anyway, about 15 minutes from here. Um, It's a place that I actually wrote one of my term papers on when I was in school. It's a place that I drive by pretty frequently, um, and it's a place that... Has always interested me and that I would love to be able to tour one day. Um, unfortunately, it's private residence right now. They open it a couple times a year to the public for tours, but um, I've never gotten to go and I've always wanted to. Um, and I guess just to start out, um, if you want to read more about this case and other cases in um, Mississippi in particular, a great book is um, 13 Mississippi Ghosts and Jeffrey. I've read this book about a dozen times. It's a book that I grew up reading. It's um, a book that it was actually my first ever internet purchase. Um, my mom let me buy it for my birthday. It's a fantastic book, it's got um, a lot of the history as well as the legends. So, I definitely recommend it. Um, and if you've ever seen it, it's a big orange book um, with a black and white picture of a black cat, I believe. It's great. Uh, that being said, today we're going to discuss Lochinvar and in Pontotoc, Mississippi. Um, Lochinvar was built in 1836 by Robert Gordon um it is now on the national register of historic places and uh Gordon was from uh Scotland originally and he wanted it to be named Lochinvar because that's the region that his family is from in Scotland and he actually took columns from a Scottish castle to put into lock and bar. Um, So, I'm going to give you a little bit of the rundown of the history of the house itself and the homeowners. Um, Now, like I said, Gordon, or Robert Gordon, you'll probably just hear me refer to him as Gordon most of the time, um, originally built the house. He bought the land that he built the house on from Molly Gunn, who is a Native American woman. Um, and a little bit of, you know, about the history of Robert Gordon himself is he founded Aberdeen, Mississippi, which a lot of y'all are probably like, I have no idea where that is and that's fine. It's not a big place, but in his area at the time in the late 1800s, it was a big deal because he was, you know, um, he was a really big name in this area. And so Lochinvar is a massive, massive home. It's um, it's it's pretty impressive. Now, Robert Gordon married and had a son who he named James. Now, James grew up in the house and eventually got married himself and had two children, Annie and Robert Jane. And the reason I tell you this is because they kind of figure into the ghost stories. And I'll get to that in just a minute. Now, James was a Confederate soldier. He left for war and he asked that, um, one of the servants that had been in his home his entire life, Ebenezer, who he affectionately called Uncle Ed, he asked him to look over his family in the land. And, um uncle eb took great pride in doing this in 1900 um the home left the gordon family um and it was sold to jd fontaine who made it a tenant a tenant home and basically just let the home as we say go to pot it was just in terrible disrepair it was really really bad then in 1966, Dr. Forrest and Dr. Janice Tudor purchased the home from the Fontaines. Now, these are the people that currently own the home. They restored it to its former glory. And when I say they restored it, like, it, you could not tell that anything bad had ever happened to this home. Um, but in 2001, a tornado came through and heavily damaged it, which they've since repaired. But it was just, you know, sad because it's kind of a huge landmark around here. And just to see it kind of, you know, destroyed in such a way, it was just, it was just sad. Um, and there was, um, this was around, you know, during the time of slavery, and it being Mississippi, there, um, you know, it was pretty active area during the Civil War, and prisoners were housed in the basement. And it's rumored that you can still see their blood soaked into the walls and things. I don't know if that's true. Like I said, I've never been in there, but that's what I've heard. All right, now let's talk about the hauntings. I mentioned Uncle Eb earlier. Um, and, like I said, he had been a servant in the household all of James's life. And he basically kind of took James as his own and kind of raised him, in a way. So, when James, um, had a daughter, Annie, she became attached to Ebenezer at a very, very early age. And by all reports, you know, like, Uncle Eb loved Annie. Like, you know, he was just super, you know, caring and loving and kind of like a grandfather to her. So, when James left for the war, he tasked Eb with taking care of his family and his home, as I mentioned. Now, to do this, Ebb, who by this point was a, definitely an older gentleman, um, he would make rounds at night. He would check the grounds. He would secure the property. And then he had a, um, what we call a pallet, but it's probably just, you know, blankets and pillows outside of Annie's room, and that's where he slept at night, was out in the hallway outside of her room so that he could protect her, because, again, this was a tumultuous time in Mississippi, um, and during the night, he would go out with his lantern and check the grounds, and he also, you know, took to um, doing other upkeep tasks around the home. Um, One night in particular, Ebenezer was startled by a sound outside. Um, And unfortunately, it was coming a huge storm, but he went out anyway. And like I said, by this point, Ebenezer was not a young man. And unfortunately, he caught pneumonia and he died a week later. And it's believed that since Ebenezer died before James came home to relieve him, quote unquote, of his duty, that uh, Ebenezer doesn't believe that his work is done. And you can still see his lantern in the woods surrounding Loch at night. Um, and a lot of people have gone up there. Of course, it being, you know, such a historical place and supposedly being haunted. A lot of, you know, joy seekers have gone up there. And there's one story in particular about this, uh, group of guys that went up there and was chased off by the lantern, which is in the book I mentioned earlier, and it's just, it's completely hilarious. Um, like I said, uh, previously, not today, but previously, I've stated, you know, that I do believe in the paranormal, and growing up in this area, I've always been fascinated by Lock and Bar. So I think that Ebenezer could definitely be sticking around to protect his home. I think that he was so dedicated during his life that it's very possible that he's still dedicated now. Alright guys, uh, that's all I've got for you today. I know it's kind of a short episode, but I just wanted to kind of give you a little background on the area that I'm from. And I've grown up here, you know, I was born here. And I actually got married a few miles from La Bar, which was great. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. That's all I've got for you today. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay curious. And I'll see you next time.